Young, young, gospel, gospel. I got you. I got you. I got you. Young, gospels, podcast. Get ready. Your hope is in the building. My hope is out the ceiling. My hope is that I hope these Christians really do feel me, Mama. I'm a different Christian, I'm on a different path I took a different mission, the blood, the life I got the passion of the Christ Christ. Everyone's so hostile, they used to call me T-Money Now it's Young Gospel So go with me to a line you'll never see It's free, but it's sex sincerity Young Gospel's What's up, everyone? Welcome back. This is your boy, your host, Young Gospel. Today, I'm talking about returning to your first love. Have you lost your ways? Do you feel like you're on a crash course? Or maybe you feel like you just took a different turn. Or maybe you just feel like this isn't for you anymore. The road has gotten too tough and people around you just don't believe the way you do. And you feel let down by some. It's okay. Don't worry. We've all been there, but that doesn't mean that Jesus still doesn't exist. And that doesn't mean that God still doesn't exist. And that does not mean that God has not stopped seeking for you because he loves you. First John four says we love because he loved us first. Do you remember your first love? Do you remember that moment when you first came to Jesus and you asked him to change you? And you asked him to heal you. You asked him to reveal his Holy Spirit. And he did. And he poured it over you. And he sealed you. When he sealed you, that moment, you are his. He will come seeking for you, my brother. But don't be too hard on yourself. We've all been there. But how do you return to your first love? How do you turn around and go back the other way? It's simple. You have to start with the first step. That one thing that's getting in your way. Whether now you're engaging in pornography, drugs, maybe you're even uh, just stuck, stagnant. It's okay, regardless of what that sin is that is binding you right now. There's still time. There's still hope, plenty of hope, plenty of time. God will deliver you, but you have to take the first steps. Don't be worried And don't be afraid and don't be too hard on yourself. The other day I heard somebody say something about that person isn't a real Christian. And I said, well, what do you mean about real? What what does this real thing mean? We are all practicing Christians and we are all at different stages of our Christianity, our different stages of our walk with Christ. Not everybody is going to be at the top of the mountain every day. And we will also not all be in the valley because God says he takes us through seasons and sometimes the season is rough and we hit a rough patch and sometimes we are on the up and up and everything is going good and everything is working out but it's okay do not be discouraged do not be dismayed we just have to start doing the things that we were doing when we first really needed God in our lives See, sometimes we hit these moments of desperation where we come seeking for him and the enemy is so smart. He'll tell you, 
You're not worthy. Look at you. Look at all of the things that you've been doing. But don't let it get to you. This is psychological warfare that the enemy is playing on you. Remember that there is no sin that can separate you from God. Because we think in our human nature, we think that we can't be forgiven. And sometimes we can't even forgive ourselves. But do not be dismayed, my brother and sister in Christ, that God can redeem it all. God wouldn't have given us this type of freedom, the free will to do whatever we want. God would have never put sin in this world if he could not redeem it. God will redeem us at any given moment. We just have to cry out to him. We have to call out to him and we have to say, Jesus, forgive me. That's where it starts. A simple forgiveness with a contrite heart and God will start to move in your life. But first we have to confess that we are wrong. Once we confess that we are wrong and we tell God that we are wrong, God will start moving in your life and he will take you back at the drop of a hat. The enemy will play games with you. The enemy will continue to send you those messages. The enemy will continue to have those things pop up on your Instagram, on your TikTok. The enemy will continue to provide that content if you allow it. But it's just one step at a time, my brother and sister one step at a time. It's one simple, no, I'm not going to look at that. It's one simple, no, I don't want to go out with you. No, I do not want to smoke. Nope, I don't need to take a hit out of that. Nope, I don't need a drink. It starts with one no, and then we'll take on the snowball effect. We'll just start tackling bigger and bigger and bigger things. But it starts with one simple decision. I will not do that today. Soon as you start practicing that, soon as you get into the habit of saying no to things that you know are not good for you, you will slowly start to climb into your first love until you're there and you're in full effect and you're now a better Christian than you were yesterday because we are all fighting for a better tomorrow. And you can have that because God is sending you this message today. Do not be dismayed. We are all struggling with something. Like I said, some of us are struggling with pornography. Some of us are struggling with just pictures on Instagram, on TikTok, that we can't get rid of. But the algorithm will keep feeding them to you, my brother and sister, if you keep engaging with them. Some of us are struggling with drug addictions. And believe me, that drug dealer isn't going anywhere. It's up to you to start saying no to these things. My sister, you are starting to look at other guys. You are starting to desire and you're starting to lust after men. You are starting to desire what other women look like and how other women dress. You are perfect the way that you are but you are not giving yourself over to God. You are giving yourself over to the trends of the world, 
Oh, look, she has a butt lift. I want a butt lift. She has a breast enhancement. I want a breast enhancement. She just did this to uh, her body, liposuction, whatever the case may be. I want that too. She's wearing the tight pants. I want those too. She's putting up pictures of herself that are revealing on Instagram, on TikTok. I want to do that too. You need to be holy, sister. And I know that it's not easy because women struggle with something different. It's called vanity. Some men struggle with that too, but I've seen it more in women and you need to fight it because you are perfect the way that you are. And don't forget that as much as girls want to think that that's what men want, you're wrong. Certain men want that, but those certain men, the minute they find the next best thing, you're gone. See, the problem here is that you're giving off the wrong signal and you're attracting the wrong thing to your life. You want to feel validated. You want to feel like a bunch of men want you. But what you don't understand is that what's going to fulfill you and what's going to satisfy you is just one man, one good man. But no woman wants to wait anymore. No man wants to wait anymore. Everybody wants the quick fix. And that's what these... 15 60 second videos have done to us they're all giving us a quick fix so whatever it is that you're struggling with today i'm here to motivate you i'm here to encourage you that you can get back to your first love you can start reading your bible again it's very easy i set myself reminders and i will read one scripture you don't have to read a whole book you don't have to know the whole story you could start by reading one chapter, one verse, one paragraph, one sentence. This is how we will start to get back into our first love because Jesus wants us to be successful. We are the ones that take us out of that success pool. We're the ones that take ourselves out because we want to engage with the things of the world. God is no longer a good thing. God is no longer a thing that we want to follow. Why? Because we, my brother and sister, have been deceived by the enemy. And I don't know if you've ever read the book of James, but the book of James is a, a very small book, but such a powerful, powerful book. Honestly, I would, I would, I would motivate and sorry, I would encourage anyone to pick this book up and, and read it because there is a very interesting paragraph in there. Very interesting paragraph. James 1 verse 13 says, Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, and he himself tempts no one. God doesn't tempt anyone, it says, but each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. God is not tempting you, my brother and sister. You are giving in to that temptation. You are being enticed by your own desires. And those desires are of the world. They are not of God. You are not putting your faith in God. 
You are afraid. It is fear that is coming into your life. It is fear that you are not good enough. It is fear that you are not good enough for your significant other. It is fear that you are not good enough to find a man, to find a partner, to find a mate. You are giving into fear and you're willing to do these things that you desire to attract someone. But what's going to happen is you're going to attract the wrong person. If we put our faith in God, then we know that fear cannot exist because we're trusting in God in everything. Oh, my significant other is going to cheat on me. Trust in God. Oh, I'm not going to be able to find anyone. Trust in God. Oh, I'm not going to be able to uh, to to live a, a fruitful and, and a successful life. Trust in God. We have to put our faith in God because once we start putting our faith in ourselves, once we start trying to take matters into our own hands, we are going to fail in everything we should trust in God. James 1, 16 says, Do not be deceived, my beloved brothers. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. God does not vary. He is the light that shines through us. And we are the light of the world and the salt of the world. That is why God refers to us as lights and he is the father of them. But we are those lights. You have a very powerful testimony. You are more powerful than you could ever imagine. Because just at the speaking of the name Jesus, these demons tremble. They are afraid of us because we are freely choosing to follow him. Remember, angels have no choice, but we do. And we truly, freely choose to be with Jesus. So getting back to what I first said, how do you get back to your first love? You start by taking one step, even if it's a baby step, even if it's a half step. Start by doing those things. Taper yourself away from social media if that's your problem. Start saying no to pornography if that's your problem. Start by not watching it one day and then do it again the next day and do it again the next day. And if you fall, my brother or sister, get back up and start that process again. It's all about a process and we have to engage the process in order for us to really get through it. Don't allow the enemy to say that you're not good enough because you are. Don't allow the enemy to lie to you and say that you will never be able to overcome these things because you will. It starts with one step. We have to learn to crawl before we walk and we have to learn how to walk before we run. And we're going to do this. And this is how you take a baby step. Taper away from pornography. Taper away from, from social media. Taper off of those people that are in your life that maybe are bringing beer over to your house, alcohol, um, drugs, just slowly start to depart yourself. And you're probably going to feel lonely for a little bit. Maybe it's that boyfriend. Maybe it's that girlfriend and they're living a sinful life and they entice you because you want to please them. But start by rejecting them. Start by rejecting that slowly. 
And you will see that the minute you start incorporating Jesus into your life, God will see these things through. We have to trust in the process that God has for us, but we have to start it. Somehow, you have to dig deep and say, God, today's the day I'm going to start it. I'm going to say no to this person. I'm going to say no to this video. I'm going to say no to this picture. It starts by one simple no. And did you know that that two-letter word is the hardest word that anybody can say in the English language is no? But we can do it. We are going to do it because we are so powerful. And that's why the enemy is trying to knock you off. The enemy is trying to knock you off and he knows it. He's trying to get you out of the game because he knows that if you're in the game, you're going to change lives. He knows that if you're in the game, you're going to be a soul winner. And this is why he knocks us off early because he sees this dude has something. This girl has something. She's not afraid to talk to people about Jesus. He's not afraid to proclaim Jesus' name on the mountaintops. He is not afraid. She is not afraid. And guess what? For people like you and I that are not afraid, we end up raising children that are also not afraid. This is not just about you. It affects your future. It affects your lineage. Remember that curses go to the first, second, third, and fourth generation. What the Bible says, not only curses go to those generations, but also virtue, also blessings. We can speak blessings into our future, our kids, our, our, our generations to come. We can speak blessings. So my brother and sister, today I'm here to tell you that you can start it. Do not be afraid. Do not let the enemy tell you that you're not good enough because he's trying to lie to you. He's getting into your head. And if you feel like you can't even start, start by telling God that you're sorry. That's a perfect start. The Bible says that the fear of God is the beginning of all knowledge. We have to get back to being fearful of our Lord in a positive way, in a good way. You may say, well, hold on. How is that good? It is good because it's the same fear that you had with your father or mother that made you not want to let them down. That's the healthy fear. That's the good fear because that fear will create responsibility. That fear will mold you into a person that does not want to let others down. And we don't want to let God down. And it's okay if you are letting him down right now. Because God can redeem that. He can redeem you. He can bring you back. You just have to start. If it's a baby step, start with a baby step. If you're drinking six, seven beers a day, if you're drinking alcohol, taper it down. Say, today I'm just going to have one. Tomorrow I'll have one. The third day I'll have none. We have to start somewhere, brother and sister. And I know as crazy as this sounds, I don't condone any of those things, but I know that we struggle with them as human beings. I know that we are being attacked from every angle. I don't like to judge people and I don't like to say this person's a real Christian or that person's not a real Christian because that doesn't exist. We are all fallen. Jesus would have never come if we were all perfect or if any of us were perfect. We're not perfect. 
even the people that are in church and they're going every day and they're doing everything it's okay they're not perfect no one is perfect the pastor is not perfect no one is perfect the only way we reach perfection is in the eyes of christ that's the only way and god himself deems us that through what his son did on the cross for us through what jesus god himself did on the cross for us so i'm here today to encourage you turn around walk back the other way do it in baby steps don't worry about it jesus loves you i love you you can always reach me at yg gospel at gmail.com if you need prayer if you need to ask me something reach out i check my inbox i don't get a lot of messages so i don't check it as frequently but reach out send me a message through soundcloud i'm here for you and i would be more than happy to pray for you and i need prayer myself so let's pray for one another so this is young gospel this young gospel's podcast I love you in Jesus' name. Young, I'm out. young gospel, gospel. I got you. I got you. I got you. Young gospels podcast. Get ready. Your hope is in the building. My hope is out the ceiling. My hope is that I hope these Christians really do feel me, Mama. I'm a different Christian, I'm on a different path I took a different mission, the blood, the life I got the passion of the Christ Everyone's so hostile, they used to call me T-Money Now it's Young Gospel So go with me to a land you'll never see It's free, but it's sex and Young Gospel's 